Hey guys, what's up? Let me just say it one more time. I don't know if I said my last blog when I review this franchise. I am the Ken, the Ken of reviewing the Shake Battle and Roll series, the Philippine Horror Anthology. Now, I'm not sure if they're going to come with another one for 2012 era, because I'm doing Wikipedia search. I haven't found anything on, on, a new, on a new franchise of this movie. Anyway, let's get ready. Shake and Rattle Roll 13, finally. Um, oh, by the way, check my past video blog, my other Shake and Rattle Roll series franchise. So far, I reviewed all of them. This is the final one right now. Um, three stories. You got Tamaro, and um, let me say Tamaro. I'm sorry for my spelling if I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry. Pronunciation. Oh, wow, I used long words. Uh, Tomorrow is like more like a monster about for part of the story. It shows you this guy sitting on this crystal like egg like and these beasts comes out, these white shadow creatures kill this guy. You got this family moving into this ranch and the father stole like something from these shadow beasts, which was a crystal, and then um these shadow beasts wanders around the house and then when the little boy wanders around the forest, he comes across the shadow beast, and the shadow beast says, oh, this kid, give us what you stole, you know? Give us it back. And the kid don't know what's going on. And he, if he doesn't give it back, he's going to start killing people, you know, for, as payment, these shadow beasts. And then later on in the story, the kid found that his dad stole, I mean, actually his stepdad in a way, because the kid was really his dad, you know? I don't know what the story behind that one, but... The, the, he found that his dad is the one that stole the crystal, which was actually an egg of the Shadow Beast. And then the kid um, took the egg and ran out while the stepdad pretty much... Not, all right, let's call him dad. I can't call him stepdad. But, like, the dad going after the kid who wants the egg, you know. And then and he, he took the egg from the kid. He cracked the egg. And then the baby pretty much dead and the Shadow Beast got mad. Um, they also kidnapped the kid's mom, put in the shadow shadow beast, put the put the mom and the baby, his younger brother, into the cave when they had like gold and stuff. And um, she actually took the kid and went out the cave. I would say, no, no, actually she didn't run out the cave, but the dad was in the cave when he, when he cracked the egg. He said, "No one can't. If if I can't have it, then no one will not." You know. And then the dad, and then the shadow beast come and knows that the the egg, the baby's dead. And while the father saved the mom and the ba little brother outside the cave battling the other shadow beast, he comes out and the other shadow beasts are, are waiting for him. And they kill the dad out of revenge. And then they're going to kill the mom and the brother and the younger baby brother. But the little boy, the boy comes out and said, no. You know, he, he sacrificed himself and told the monsters, take me as payment. So the monsters spared the woman's life and the baby's life and took the kid with them, you know. I don't know if they're going to kill the kid or just let him live with them. I don't know, but that's what was the, that was the ending for this one. The second story, um, Paola. Paola is pretty much like a ghost story, possession. Um, these two two girls, best friends, playing around the lighthouse. Um, they're about to, they fall off the lighthouse and they know there was these two spirits coming by one of their classmates so I say both of them all three of them fell off the lighthouse and um they were unconscious and the two spirits pretty much just gonna possess them 
Um, the two best friends had like a history because they mothers have beef with each other because the husband slept with one of the mothers, and the other mother don't like the two girls being coming best friends because of that. While there's a story behind the two ghosts that possessed the two girls that the there was death among the kids in the village back in the 18th century and the other witch blamed the witch for cursing them and the witch really did, did not did nothing but she she decided to put a spell on the other witch and killing her family and then the two witches that battling it out in the lighthouse ended up in a flashback scene and the thunder hit them pretty much that's how they died. And then so now we go back after that flashback with the two girls that are possessed by the spirit and they like we, they're going to reincarnate that battle again on top of the lighthouse and they start battling each other and the two girls say, saying that you are my best one girl said you're my best friend like pretty much another said I'm sorry and they hug each other and then the thunder hit them and they fall out the lighthouse again and this time they're dead um, the, the mistress that was pregnant from the father in the, in the end of the part of the second part of this anthology horror um, she ended up having twins and the twins happens to be the recording spirit of the two of the two daughters now. And they say, you know what, we are best friends, we'll never be apart pretty much. So they spirits are in the two on the on the um, two twins of those mistress now. Excuse me. Um the third story is Rain Go Away. This one totally drags. I'm gonna try to fast forward it. Um there was an incident with um this warehouse flooded, a bunch of kids died. Um one year later, pretty much, people people around that was involved in that factory start dying one by one from drowning, and then, well, the and later on when people start dying one by one, um, the the older woman that owned the factory and the husband, um, while they while the husband died, the other owner died, the son died that works in the factory and. The woman who's gonna pay it off during the lawsuit, and realize when you get to the end, they were the blame for the murder of these kids in the factory because they had like this is something was kind of stupid a little bit, but the dead kids pretty much became ghosts and pretty much they're gonna take revenge on them, but it was stupid because how they died like they leave them in the factory right when they had the tycoon, right, and they lock them up like why would you lock these kids up in a fucking factory? Don't they have family to go home to or? Maybe they have some kind of arrangement with the parents say, okay, you can live in the factory for free. But it was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of weird. This is like lock them up. Like, what the fuck? I know when they have the new factory after this incident happened, they was doing the same shit again, locking, locking kids in the factory. I don't know if anybody from the Philippines could tell me about this. Is that how you, is that how the factory arrangement work in this, in the country? I'm not, I'm not being like racial or nothing or stupid, but I'm just curious. I actually thought it was kind of stupid. It was like, what the fuck? Can't, I mean, they like let them live in for free, you know? But at least, like, don't lock the door, leave it unlocked. You know You know what I'm saying? That's like, I think, I think, that, was, I think that was slavery. They, they got these kids as slaves. That's what I think. And, yo, I don't blame these ghosts killing these people, you know? And they had the flashback where the kids were alive in the factory at the time. It was actually for hope, help, help, trying to get out. They can't get out because the, the owners in the factories lock them in, you know? Well, anyway, that was pretty much the, the concept of their revenge. And the last one that survived decided to go back in the factory. And you know they're going to kill you. You know the ghost will kill you. 
but pretty much, of course, the water drowned on the old lady, the survivor of this movie, and she, she started dying, you know? And then the door closed, and you pretty much have the ghost, like, looking at, at the screen, actually, like, the three ghosts, and then the credits start rolling up. But yeah, um, Shaking Red One Thirteen. I felt like it was it was good, you know. It wasn't bad or anything. It was it was enjoyable. But just that last story it makes you want to say, "Why? What the fuck? Who the fuck does that?" You know, locking locking your workers up. That's that was child. That was child labor, man. That was slavery. Fuck it. That don't look right. <laughs> uh, behind the scenes, it's the same with like the other Shaking Red One series that came on DVD. Um, Premier Night behind the scenes. Pretty much that's it. You know. So, um, if you're a fan of this series, get it, you know, I, got, I actually got this one cheaper, so I was lucky. Chicken Red Roll number 13, and also to check my other Chicken Red Roll series. And as for the new one, I don't know if, I don't know if they're going to work on a 14 or a 15 or whatever, because I went on Wikipedia, I went on Google, I don't find out anything new. I think this is probably the last part of the franchise, maybe. I guess that's it, I don't know. Anyone of the Philippines, contact me, PM me, and let me know. Peace, see you later, bye-bye.